Howdy, folks. You're listening to Demon Days, an actual play podcast with a focus on fiends and the friends who play them. Wanted to give a quick shout out to Kilowatt, who does the artwork for our show. Amazing as always. Go check out her stuff. All the important links will be in the show description. And then I also wanted to point out that we have a Discord where all of us hang out, have a great time talking about all things nerdy, all things tabletop. There's something there for everyone. So come hang out with us. We can't wait to see you there. Let's get on with the show, shall we? Friends, fiends, when last we spoke, our heroes had finished their fact-finding mission at the Mercurial Cabinet, and then decided to head straight over to the sink to reunite with Max. Struck with inspiration, Taslin snuck in all incorporeal-like and gave her old lover boss guy the surprise of his life. The both of them then pulled their own prank, and that's where we'll begin the next exciting chapter of these Demon Days. I just, I'm, I'm going to walk in to this room with like the most cocksured confidence. And when I get in there, I, there's the slowest like Loki hair flip. <laughs> and I see like, see so you're doing just fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, you know, Tally here just just couldn't keep a straight face oh god it was so good uh, i did not i did not uh and i'm like smacking nax on the chest being like i did not expect this when i came back uh. <sighs> and he, he just having being so worked up he storms out pushes you guys aside classic Nax, tally nax stands up so you must be the friends I'm Nax Albendis. I run this thing. I step forward and I'm like, Fetter Benagar Zafan. Oh. Nice to meet you. Strong from grip? Yeah. And you? No shenanigans. None of that, like, yeah. fucking bullshit, like, who can do the harder handshake, but just like a nice firm. Yep. I, I keep his eyes and I shake his hand. Turns his attention to Yusuf. And you are? Yusuf. Great. Slight nod. Man of many words. He told me not to talk. Oh, shit. I think we forgot to tell Yusuf about the black card. Oh, well. Anyway, (laughs) back to this fun. Definitely did. (laughs) So keep that in mind. An X. I apologize for my manners. I got a little bit overtaken with the past and pulling off a prank. And present as he looks at the water on the floor. Oh, yes. That was part of it. Did Uh, you fall into the tub? Oh no, that was deliberate. She fell into the tub. No. Is it really falling if it's deliberate? I mean, I guess not. You're all wet. Uh huh. And I just a little prestidigitation <laughs> from the cane. See, uh, bless his heart, Talon Thane is very protective of me and has every right to be so. Uh, I'm a uh, there's a danger to my life constantly, and you know I wouldn't have him on board if he wasn't that way but i gotta have some fun anyways uh this is quite a exciting more exciting evening than i was planning 
first with Taslin here, and then you two. I mean, I I get this visit, but yeah, what is what is what are you all doing here? Well, Nax, uh, let's get down to business then. Oh goodness, uh, Fetter, that uh, Prestidigit thing. Mind hitting me up with that? Sure. Shouldn't do business all. Um, I'll get him. I'll get like maybe a little close. Okay. <laughs> just, just, just to fuck with Taz, and just like let's neaten you up then. No, you know. There, pre- there, there's definitely a moment where Taz is like, <sighs> yeah, just like you know, Heavy breathing. You know, just straightening his lapels and you know patting down his. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, and uh, next, thank you moves back to his desk and sits down like okay well um to the point it is uh what are you here for so i will actually hop up onto the desk and sit cross-legged and it's very clear that that is <laughs> so like, bratty that is <laughs> it's so, very clear that that is such a, bratty behavior <laughs> a seat that i'm used to having sure um so oh, yeah. yeah just hop up on the desk sitting cross-legged um well we're we have a opportunity for you interesting go on i hear that things have gotten particularly difficult for the guild lately rolling insight oh yeah i'm 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 right there That eight becomes a nineteen. Nice. That's a nat twenty, so twenty-seven. Oh shit! Oh, I rolled a nineteen, <laughs> so twenty-four. Wow. All right. Even though yours are high, uh, I think. Who? What was your number? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Feder, yours was. Oh, I was only ni- uh, nineteen. Twenty-seven. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. I got a nat twenty. Just uh, in case that matters. Tazlin, you get the faintest hint of. Uh, that affecting him, mm-hmm. but he is very fast at masking it, and he rolled pretty high too. But there's a little, a little something, and it's hard for you to tell what that is. If it's more of, like, of course there's some trouble. It's you, mm-hmm. or like there's a lot going on here. But a lot of that is obscured, even with your guys' high, uh, your two's highest roll, mm-hmm. high rolls. Yeah, let's get smooth. Yeah, so we have had some trouble. I can recount those with you privately if you wish, uh, but that's neither here nor there. What do you have in mind? I will lean forward and prop my um, hand on kind of my... I'll prop my elbow on my knee and then my head on my hand. Okay, and he'll lean forward on uh, in the desk and elbows on and kind of uh, steeple his fingers together and point we, them in your direction. Like mm-hmm. We have a situation with a particular group of gnomes that my friend Yusuf here is very sentimental and attached to that are in possession of the Dominion. Ah. That whole chestnut. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Particularly around the Maw. In the Maw. The Undercity. Yeah. We think um... The three of us are particularly good at handling quite a bit 
these days, and I'd be happy to help us both handle that situation and maybe get you a leg up. Interesting. Interesting thought. What do you know of this thing in the Maw, or what do you have on it? I'm curious. I actually kind of, like, lean back and just slightly glance, like, catch a glance of Fetter over my shoulder, kind uh-huh. of, like, being, like, how, just really quick, how much do we want to give him? Um, and... And I, you know, sorry, I, I visually did a thing where I should say on the audio podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, I just, the, my eyes flash back, like, your circus, your monkeys, mm-hmm. like, you, um... Whatever you think's right. Um, and I'll, like, in that moment, coming back to it, to, to sort of mask that I did that, I'll plant, in the process, I plant my hands on the desk and kind of shift from cross-legged to, like, open legs on mm-hmm. either side of his arms. Okay, yeah. Um, and I'm like, well, it is to our knowledge that the gnomes are being used to mine gems that have a particularly blood magic extra planar ability. And I'm definitely at that I wanna I wanna do an insight and see like if <clears throat> like if he registers anything when I we mention the Scarol gems. Okay. Uh twenty five. Okay. I can tell you this. And you you know he's Compared to anyone else you've dealt with, uh-huh. he's got a good thing going on here. He's mask. He's masking. You know that he's keeping things close to the chest, right? But it, the read otherwise is pretty hard. Sure. He's got a lot. Like he's he's working with a lot, and you know some of the like you know he knows some of the tools of the sure. trade. I do know of that situation to some extent. In that part of our arrangement involves that situation. <sighs> But that's a lot of information, and I don't know. I need some context. Keep in mind, you've just arrived. You've poofed into my my bed broom, and you've all shown up very quickly. I'm not really that prone to give out too much. So let's, let's make a thing of this. Why don't we share an information, enjoy some time here? There are a few things that... We actually need to take care of Taslin. That may come into play, but I can tell you this much. That our, to our part of it, we provide some protection down there. And in exchange, we can get a blind eye turned. And there's a few of those types of deals in place. But that's the extent of it. I'm flashing a slight glance over at Yusuf just to see... If he's starting to get into that weird growly... (laughs) Yusuf is not looking at anyone. His eyes are on the ground and he is doing his darndest to keep his emotions at bay. And he's doing a very good job at it. Cool. (laughs) But you can, like, if Fetter looks because he knows what to look for, you can see the flames building behind his eyes. Yep, I knew that was there. Okay. Granted, it's messy business this thing going on with the Dominion, and I don't care much for it, but given the position that we're in now, it's um, one of the few options. I lean forward, but Nax, think about it. 
just just for a second, come with me onto a journey of reality, alternate reality. Okay. What? Take me on this journey. What if you were able to liberate these gnomes, take over this Skirrel Gem operation completely, and oust the Dominion from the Maw? You would have control over that. It would give you a leg up. That is attractive. But what is the big deal with these gems? I get that the Dominion is interested, and I get that our mandate is to keep that thing in operation, but they're a bunch of rocks. What's the value of those rocks? They're not just rocks. But why subjugate a group and force them into a form of slavery for this? Why, why do this? Why indeed? His I eyes flit towards Yusuf, like, and then back, like a long look and then back to you again full attention like these are questions i ask myself and i have lots of questions about this sort of thing and some clarification on some of the value here might i don't know help in this conversation i just look at him and i go why do any of the drow do what they do in service of loss it's a lot of pontification from the Dominion's prison guards. And I'll put a little sauce on it. <laughs> like, well, I guess to some extent we share in a fate of those down there and that we are not given much of a choice. <sighs> what is the deal with the, the gems? The gems themselves are have many uses. Um, they have a property of blood magic if you need to. Um, they do have an ability to breach dimensions. There's so many different things, but honestly, the main point of all of this is the gnomes. They are important to Yusuf. There's a liberation that I am asking your help for that I thought maybe you would understand. Do you not understand that anymore, Nax? Persuasion! (laughs) (laughs) Not very good. Uh, That's a 15. 15? Yeah. I have a plus nine. But I rolled a six. Nax. Nice. Feigns some hurt. Come on. You misunderstand. I think something is, there's something here. But I also am not going to just turn around and help two new strangers because you say so. Now, this is all fun and uh, fine and dandy here, our little game and reunion, but you and I need to hash some things out. So let's make it a, a trade. Always always a deal. Uh, seems like uh, this guy over here, points to Fetter, understands the nature of a deal, the usefulness of a deal. And I just dead-eye him. <laughs> Tell you what, all my information is yours. And I'll help you guys with this. We'll figure something out. I want to take you on a date. Like there's a there's no attempt to hide it. There's just surprise. <laughs> uh Come again? I don't know if you remember this, 
but a long time ago, maybe early on in your time here, you told me that it would be interesting to see what the see how the other side lives. I have some tickets to a show at the Opalescent Menagerie. And if you want to do a history check on this, this is a he's pulling a, a deep cut in a passing, passing conversation. 21? <laughs> 21. Uh, it is a very fancy show in the Neil that its main deal okay. is that it's it's the best of theater for the Neil. And something that would just it's ostentatious. It's big. And you've you've since your time here, you've heard of it. It is some degree of jealousy in that the the entertainment here is the smashdown. Mm-hmm. And lower theater. But this is kind of the height of the height. The one aspect that even a Neil hater, such as you all here, you would look at and be like, that'd be cool to go. Why would... uh, I'm sitting here like rapid fire in my brain (laughs) being like, why would he have tickets to that? Why does he want to take me to that? Is he gonna like... Is this an opportunity for him to turn me in? What the... Whoa! He does add... Now, granted, I've had these tickets for a while on a deal, and I've only had to merely make good on them, but it seems... Fate has made this decision. Fate has brought us to this place. Worth a, worth a thought. So, let me get this straight. I go on this date with you. We hash our stuff out. Well, of course. <laughs> and then you agree to possibly an arrangement of help between the two of us. Yes. Or at least talk about it on the table. Talk about it on the table, tell you what's at stake, what we're up against, and what to expect. Yes. There's been a lot of shenanigans up up there, up in the up in the Neil. A lot of activity. And we can have a meal prepared mm-hmm. for us. I can show you around, give you guys a little bit of a warm welcome, and give you everything you need. Without breaking eye contact mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. I just kind of go, Fetter, Yusuf, yes. your take? <laughs> Whatever's clever. I'm, uh... Max smirks at that. I like that. Um, this means more to Yusuf than a play. So if the play is the thing... <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Theater. <laughs> He finally looks up from the from the floor at Taslin. He's like, I told you I trusted you. Although I will say, it seems pretty convenient that you're to be shown off in front of all high society when you've been gone for a very long time and people have been looking for you the entire time you've been gone. But I trust you. And Yusuf, you get a sense of, there is a, kind of a hubris to it, but not an unfounded one necessarily. If, if anything, like what she said with Cheshire being like, ah, I'm just going to chance it. Nax would know people. And he'd have a good, a decent enough time if things were wrong. And he's got Talzin with him, too. He would have Talzin with him, too. So those, some of those thoughts are kind of prescient on your mind. Yeah, Nax, and even is, bo- Nax is not a person that would take something by chance. 
Yeah. And even at some point, he sees the look on the kind of the wheels turning on your in your in your head. Just looks right in them. He's like, and we've got Taslin here. I'll have her protecting me, keeping me safe from any harm that may befall me. I think the danger on myself is a bit worth it. I think he's more worried about the danger to me rather than you, but... What? You're not dangerous? Extremely. See? Far more than you remember, but sure. What else would I expect? I will... Lean forward even more. Okay. Yeah, this is like face to face now. Real yeah. close to his face, as close as I possibly can, and I go. Fine, you have yourself a deal. A date. Perfect. In that case, welcome to the Carnival Mysterio. Let's get you situated. Uh, I've got a room with books and information we can sit at and lock ourselves away. This room is not where I would like to talk about any of this, frankly. But let, hey, let me let me play a good host. We finally going to see some games? Yeah, there's not much <laughs> carnival um, happening here. Like, there's no I think ring they toss might and... want to know a little bit mis- of the mystery. No, we're talking about the carnival. We've been yeah. the whole time. Like, I mean, it's either no like a parade dogs, with like no feathers. Cake. There's nothing. I mean, on. you guys, you walked into the carnival. Let me... I walked into... Damp. That's looks what like I walked boat. into. Kind of looks like a boat. Tell you what, this is actually a good opportunity, Taslin, to show them, I don't know, our main attraction, our Hall of Oddities, if you will. You can see kind of what we center this carnival part around. I should brag, I am able to get all manner of rare artifact item in my travel, extra planar artifacts. I'm pretty good at this. And I've collected many over my time, and uh, I don't know, I, 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 I see them every day, but our attraction is these items and the stories that go with them. So, do you think that they would be interested in the show? Taslin. Uh, and he hasn't broken from the leaning forward, like... He's oh, still, yeah. he's no, still, we are, just, our yeah. noses are practically touching, touching each other. Point. And I just, like, lean over to Yusuf, and I'm like, it seems more like a museum than a carnival. And if you're... No ring toss, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's always fun to show people around. No. Yeah. I think it's safe to say we don't need to charge them tickets, though. No, no. Uh, our exchange of our transaction is fair enough as is. We don't need to add paper to it. And Nax steps back, gets up, and moves, like, doesn't kick the door open, but pushes it open with gusto and lit actually literally in sync as he moves back Taslin pushes forward off of the desk to like how <laughs> to get up at the same time it's almost like things like that happened very frequently yes mm-hmm. you guys enter the hall of oddities and you see a lot of things at once first the simple stuff at your feet you notice are fancy carpeted runner that spans from you to the other door at the far end of the room there's a large rug in the middle, and along the wall at intervals you see what appear to be lamps made from extruding vines. A bit of a fey look to them. And all throughout this room you see a series of artifacts that are all lined up very neatly on display with little placards on them with their names. And as you go down them, let's start with 
to the immediate left when you first enter, you've got what's labeled a Vorpal Sword. And you see that it's a red-bladed sword with an ornate black hilt and handle. Along the red blade, along the red blade is a black trim that features lightly glowing runic text. On the other side of that, opposite end, you see what's labeled Tome of the Stilled Tongue. It's a thick leather-bound volume with a desiccated tongue pinned to the front. It's chained shut with simple chains. Next on the left, uh, next and to the left, you see just this cage, and the label for it says Caged Invisible Stalker. And it's just, right now, to you, it looks like an empty metallic cage, which kind of sparkles and crackles as you get closer to it. And as you step away, it continues to crackle in various spots. So you can you get the impression that there is something in there, testing every now and then. I... As we walk by, I just slight shiver down the spine because it's always yeah. really freaked me out. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's always done that. It is always... The cage itself just automatically electrifies in response to close contact, tangible contact, and yeah. Across from that, you see a what's labeled Loot of the Bard, and it's a simple, worn-looking loot that doesn't appear to have anything special about it. And then you move along down this path. Next item, you see a staff, a long stone staff with a crowned metallic cylinder at the end. Light smoke wisps out from the end of it. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, light smoke wisps out from slits along the cylinder of the staff. Just It continues to smoke, and it's staff of fire. Across from that, you see a suitcase, a leather-bound suitcase with implements and weapons that appear holy in nature. Along the trim of the suitcase are holy symbols etched in the leather. On the handle, you see letters VR, and the... Troopers? <laughs> <laughs> no. V.R. Uh, oh, and the placard on this oh, is man. Vampire Hunter's Suitcase. Moving along, as he guides, as Nax guides you through this. Uh, next, you see this rather large dragon head, uh, this taxidermied dragon head. And it's just the label is very simple: green dragon head, and then underneath, big fight. Huh? Across from that, you see a puppet whose face is contorted in a rictus grin, and whose hair is matted and splayed out in all directions. Looks creepy as shit. The label for it is the Hand Puppet of Possession. And then finally, to the left, you see an empty mannequin torso used to show off robes. And then to the right, <laughs> you see a slim suit of armor with jagged black metal plating, whose helmet resembles a grinning wolf. And the label underneath that says Armor of the Berserker. And Nax turns as he points all the, uh, as he guides you through, Welcome to our Hall of Oddities. The main attraction of the Carnival Mysterio. We're always cycling in new items and finding, I don't know, oddities in this vast, vast world we live in. So, do you sell these things? You oh, keep hell no. Them? We keep them here, keep them under guard. He, uh, uh, his eyes flit toward the mannequin. Mm -hmm. The empty one. And we... Bring them out as needed. These are our big hits for the moment. Unless you have parents who steal things. <laughs> Max chuckles. Oh, yes. Well, seems like someone has been keeping an eye on their old man. Trying to. Yeah. Yusuf's going to walk up to the 
leather case. Not gonna touch anything. He puts his hands behind his back and just leans in to look around in it. Ah. The the vampire hunter suitcase. Very exciting. Found that after a bit of travel. There was an expired vampire hunter who I I hear tell was a, a great among them. And found his effects. Hmm. But of course that story, uh, we can uh, you know I flavor it up for paying customers. But it is useful, especially if you're looking for you're looking to take out some vampires. It is the accurate tool set. Mm. And you can insight if you want, but it's he's Oh yeah. Um yeah, if, if you want to insight his statement of that's the real deal. No, I, fuck his statement. This guy's hot and cold running bullshit. Sorry. No offense. No offense. Um <laughs> yeah. But a bullshit what is, what do they say in uh uh Oh my god. Um, nope. It's very hot in here. My brain is not working. Uh, the Paul Rudd movie. Never bullshit a bullshitter? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, this is all getting cut out. <laughs> um, anyway, no, fuck that. Fuck him. I No offense. Uh, I probably will later, but like, we're going to... Sorry, that was just for Tony. That was just for Tony. Um, I want to look at these things themselves as far as their the authenticity of the objects sure um with the old i4 detail perfect um, yeah just a, a sweep of everything one at a time or just p- specific ones that the, the uh, elder sign means a natural 20 blah, blah, blah. 31 john 31 what's in this room what's hiding well the invisible stalker the invisible stalker is the one that's hiding but everything here is the genuine Does it, what do i like do i see the like Predator vision? Is there actually something in that cage? Yeah. No, you, you sense the presence. It's hard to explain, but given its pattern of hitting the, the cage yeah, and some of the air distortion around it, you're getting a, a solid shape. You can I sense something. Yeah. A presence I've not felt since <laughs> eight years ago. Yeah, you, you know that there is something in there and you can chart its path. You could, if it were open, you could throw a dagger in there and Hit cool. pretty accurately. So nothing here is bullshit. Uh, although everything does have an element of maybe not from this planet, this realm. Maybe some extra planar, extra dimensional. There is an unnatural element to this sure. that lends some credence to its uh, accuracy. That uh, some of these seem pulled in from different multiple universes. Let's say different magic. Different magics can bring them in. So if anything, in, in, on a few of these, there might be some downplaying of it even. Right. The theatricality just... These are properly wondrous. Properly wondrous, yeah. Don't Yusuf is going to walk over to the loot next. And I'm kind of meandering my way around the room, just kind of touching the pedestals of the items. Nothing, pretty much everything... Correct me if I'm wrong, but pretty much everything in here is something that I've seen at one point. There's nothing mm-hmm. necessarily yeah. new. Right. Um, so the entire time, I'm also kind of like not making it aware, but peripherally just kind of watching Nax and sizing him up, trying to, you know, get a get a bearing. This, uh, this particular room has always been a source of pride for him, and he beams a lot more in mm-hmm. here. Um, you would notice a bit more. There, um, he has a very even keel of like a smoothness to him, but this has a bit of braggadocious to it. Like this is like I, I I achieved these, I found these, I 
acquired them. That's what I do. Loot of the Bard. Ah. He just kind of turns and looks like, what's its history? Well, from the stories, and take them as you will, apparently this instrument was able to work in such a way that you could get people to do what you wanted and follow you. And so the, the, the story is that uh, a very enterprising bard decided to get a bunch of people to follow him and use this instrument to basically get his own posse of people. And While that's going on, my next check is going to be not for, like, because the first one was on the authenticity of what I'm looking at. Right. Now I'm going into what in this room do they not want people to see. So I'm looking for, like, hidden compartments, traps, you know what I mean? Like... There's obviously a very curated, like, draw your eye to these pedestals and these items, but, like, what's what's hidden in here? Like, 14 means 25. 25? There's no, like, secret compartments that seem like they would just hold a cache of these sorts mm-hmm. of things. If anything, given the size of the ship, the way this thing is built, and how the other, like, there's not much more room for storage in the room farthest away that maybe these are brought in but there is an extra location but there is nothing that triggers any sort of traps or extra spaces or okay. tricks to it okay. and uh, yeah he continues to point things out yes the loot of the bard was, is interesting I have been told that if you if a, a spellcaster uses it they can apparently cast Gaius with it so it's an interesting an interesting tool, instrument, but it's probably best that it stays here. The uh, empty spot, and Nax looks at Taslin, gives her a look. I just kind of give a little shrug back to him. Yeah. The empty spot is where we kept our robe of stars, and that would allow you to pop over to the astral plane, mm. do anything within there, deal with uh, <laughs> any of those shenanigans, and come right back to the spot you left. Not very useful for a quick getaway, but maybe useful if you can wait, wait people out. Yusuf walks over to the sword. Ah, yes. Is that a long sword? Yep. Um. I I, I fetter a little bit. <laughs> He's always fucking staring at those big swords. <laughs> it's not as big as mine. Um, twelve for investigation, like. Does it, what type of make does it look? Like, what culture made it? In this instance, uh, there's a bit of an elvish make to it. Mm. Interesting. And you see Nax come up to you, Yusuf, points out, points to your sword. Like, now that is an interesting sword. I see you are a person of interest with this sort of stuff. Uh, what is this? What is this deal? Where did you come across this beauty? Oh, it was just a sword we looted. Where, by chance? Uh, to the south, actually. To the south? If I'm thinking correctly. Of our location on the continent. Yeah, I believe it was to the south. How long have you had this? And he takes a step towards the invisible stalker towards the cage. Oh, well, I mean, we've had this as long at least as Taslin's been here. Maybe even a little earlier. That one always is a bit creepy, but people love it on the sensational front. It's just an invisible stalker. It used to be a bit more of a problem here in Skypoint. Hmm. Nah, we took care of it. 
<laughs> I'm just you here. <coughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so just the one, or were there was there an outbreak of them? Oh, there was quite a few. An outbreak, yes. Mm. But I am not one to let something like this marvel just go extinct. No, no, no. As they're continuing on, he'll make his way over to the... And looks at the staff, and he moves over to the dragon head. What's, uh, what's the story here? He looks at Taslin. Back to him. I had nothing to do with that one. No, no, this wouldn't... It was before... Before all this, actually. Uh, happened upon a green dragon out in our travels and gathered a bunch of us together, us males, and took him out. Mm. Males. He mutters to himself. Uh... <laughs> uh how common, John, just generally in the world, are are dragons for us? Right now, I guess. Because we know that uh, the we know that at some point the mother of dragons held the fall hold, right? Right. At some point in the history. But like right now. Like, right now, there hasn't been word of any on the rare side. Yeah. You might hear of some news of dragon sightings across different uh, on a different continent but Baldarian has not been touched with dragons at least as far as you you know and your history gives you yeah so like have they passed into myth or they're just very very rare just very rare so we know like we know they exist still right just hasn't seen them. it wouldn't be odd to see the dragon head but it would be like okay so where did you get this sort of thing Mm. because there's no reason why they couldn't come back it's just it's been a lull Mm. In the turn of time. Very impressive. Thank you. Those are kind words. We like to find these kinds of things, or at least I do, and I suppose more to the point of why you guys are here. I managed to find things, get things, uh, achieve things. Uh, why don't we go get something to eat up in the up in our up in my library and maybe get down to business? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, I feel like th- this is the main reason to be here. The rest, uh, everywhere below is just quarters for our, our guards and soldiers. And So the skee-ball machines, you're saying, are... <laughs> They're on the boardwalk. Okay, got it. Great. Yeah. And he guides you uh, out, out of the hall of oddities. And as you all leave, he follows behind, shuts the door behind himself, hands behind his back, kind of shutting the door that way in a flourish, and then guides you up to this study with a large table in the middle and all manner of books. There's a passing drow as you come up the stairs and he's like, food? Yes, sir. And he brings you in and sits you all down. Okay. I'm at this point starting to notice that there are not familiar faces. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a single drow that you've seen so far other than Talonthane has been recognizable to you. Uh, do you point that out to Nax or do, uh, yeah when he when he walks away I'll just kind of be like hmm had quite a bit of turnover ah yes from I'm sad to say that you only know of Talonthane and Maz really uh, they're all that's left of your time where is Maz I'm told he is to report back in soon but I haven't heard from him Man, that old look. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure he'll be very surprised to see you. And very... <laughs> very surprised. Probably more than you were. Yeah, oh, that's well. sure. That's for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Takes a lot to surprise this old drow. I kind of elbow him in the ribs <laughs> and I'm like, I got you. Remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. And smirks. Paul actually... <laughs> <laughs> I go, mm-hmm, and then I just walk in ahead of him. Yeah. Guides you in, and sits you, you guys can sit down if you wish, or show the table, but he leans against it and leans into you guys. Okay, so to make good on my part of this, I guess let's start with the situation at hand. And I... He stops a second. Uzor shuts the door. Comes back to his position, leaning on the table. A little bit of context is required here. And just bear with me. Um, first thing is we've been in a bit of a spot after our friend Taslin here left us. The beauties few sent a bunch of their chromatic vipers to kill me. And anyone they could. It was a full-on invasion of us. And, well, they didn't get nearly as far as they wanted, thanks to Talonthane. You can ask him about his uh, scars, but he got them to retreat. Killed a few of them along the way. So there's that. We're feeling the pinch of a lot of, the, of all the factions. But specifically, we've been perceived as weak. And as such, the Dominion has paid us a visit, or they paid us a visit, and made me an offer. And early, early on in this process, something that I found a bit hard to refuse they would, we would assist the new archmage of Skypoint in some clandestine matters. And in exchange, we wouldn't be wiped out. Now, given the attacks from the beauteous few and the other factions and our heavy losses, who was I to argue? A deal's a deal's a deal. We can, and deals buy you time. So we would bring in alchemical and magical supplies from on Sherebon, Vespenistan, and Levustisan. And those main drow metropolises would... We would just get the magic we find there. Useful for archmages, but a lot of the stuff we dabbled in has more of a kick. A little bit more dark, a little bit more potent. And so they wanted that. They wanted our access to all that. We... I was to locate a thing called a Staff of Invasion, which, if I my information is correct, was a staff that would break heavy magical barriers. So if you wanted to get somewhere, let's say, and you were stymied by some magical bubble of any kind, you could break through. You could see with it. You could destroy it. But it takes a, it does have a physical toll. It was a hard one to find. So the entire time he's talking about this, yeah. I am looking everywhere except for at him. Like, I'm purposely trying to avoid... Like eye contact, any like perusing the books, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and then the second that he brings up the staff of invasion, I just kind of momentarily head in hands, crumple against a bookshelf before like recomposing myself. And so, anyways, that was That's, that. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. That I'm trying to think. Lisa, we had something like that, right? The staff, well, staff had, of invasion. We had the no. We had the staff that had the um, the gem. Um, 
We we took one from one of the invaders, right? One of the demons. That's one of the staff she had. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, that's so that was the one that allowed us to close the, rifts. the rifts. And then the other one that we found was um, the staff of thunder and lightning. He pauses a moment before moving on to the next point. We were also tasked with sourcing any research on this these skirrel gems you were talking about and blood magic. Although that one is an ongoing thing and hasn't been very fruitful. And we've not been really given much of a reason. So that one's been, let's just say that's a weird priority shifting thing. <sighs> and then we also had to, as a point of all these other orders, I had to take care of a, a particular wizard named Norath Kekamuna and destroy all his research on simulacrums, which we did. It was not sure what happened to his kid, though. That is a point of order I may have to follow up on, but not a priority compared to some of this other stuff we're doing. But yeah, that's the deal. And that deal is maybe not as ironclad as I wished, in that things keep getting added to it. So I'm not opposed to helping you with this situation, but... So, I, uh... I put you under the heel of the Dominion. More or less, yes. I got oh. a dude, I'm cocking a hard eyebrow <laughs> at all of that. He doesn't waste a moment, and moves on pretty quickly from it. I mean, as with that situation, the the attention is what really got to us, and the beauteous few have always had it out for us, and they had a good strike. But Seems like for someone that loathes the meritocracy so much, the loss of one woman shouldn't have crippled your entire organization. It wasn't really a loss. It was a misstep that I took. Still, their inability to recover is not fully on you. I'm like kind of like dancing my fingers <laughs> along the bookshelf, you know, pretending to sweep up <laughs> dust that isn't there. Um, and I'm I am just like low key, just staring daggers. Yeah, yeah. At Nax, and he hasn't hasn't made eye contact in your direction, but he mentions um, there's also the bit with your father stealing from us, and so it's been pretty busy. But the meat of it is that we are working for the Dominion and might have some in to, to the Maw. To kidnap and enslave people against their will. Yeah. Super guilty glance over at Yusuf. Like, super <clears throat> guilty glance. Did you or your people have anything to do with the attack on Dagnaruz or its fall? Aside from acquiring <laughs> this item? This motherfucker might die right there. <laughs> He sighs, no, we didn't have anything to do with that. So you didn't come up from underneath in the Underdark and attack from below and flank them at all? No. Inside. Just found insight check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking insight check. It's 21. It's only a 10 for me. 21. <laughs> I move away from the bookshelf, strategically position myself in between them. He seems on the level. Smart. <laughs> That's never yeah. gone well for he, anyone. Uh, Do I need to remind you of the succubus? That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, not yeah. gone well for anyone. 
No, he appears he appears honest, <clears throat> but again, he's been playing pretty hard to read for the mm-hmm. most part. But you get the sense he's being genuine, and that we just had to source materials. What, now, what exactly do they want to know about these gems? That is a good question. Um, out of anything we found, we've only found wild theorizing from strange mages and wizards and things along those lines. Things that don't pass any academic muster. So we've been essentially searching for theory craft and all manner of guesswork. <clears throat> so I can only assume that it's to see how they work together. But it's the one area where we've kind of had to do as we're told and not ask too much about it. Where did you find this staff? It was pretty deep within the Underdark. Had to uh, deal with a little pocket of Illithid, but we took care of them. And I'm guessing that the nature of the staff had a lot to do with um, the thing that most Illithid can do with their mind and blast at you, blast energy at you. And I, I feel like what little time I had with the staff, that was its main function, is that it could give enough of a, a multi-tiered blast that it could just shatter any anything along those lines. Any magic protection. But would have made a great collection. But instead, we... Well, yeah, it was used him. for... Yeah. Which, you see, Nax... He's more putting on the show of thinking. The wheels are turning. He's trying to decide if he's going to mention this. Why the hell not? Uh, this Bonham character might be some interesting information. If this is who you're looking into, <sighs> here we go. Um, there are three of him in this city. Three of him in this city? Yes. As best we can tell. Apparently, there have been multiple sightings of him, which when brought to my attention, didn't make a lot of sense because it's one person. Why? How can one person be multiple places at once? Simulacrums. Yes. Which is why you were told to destroy all the, the, the research from the other mage. I was told to, yes. He, he pauses to see if that sinks in. I was told to, yes. But you cleverly decided to keep some of it. Look, I'm not going to completely bend over for the Alliance without causing my own ruckus. Hold on one second. He moves around the room a bit, shifts through some books, takes a couple out from one of the bookshelves toward the south, and takes a panel, shifts it, slides it over, reaches his hand through into a space that's just black, and pulls out some hastily put together pages that look like they were collated on the spot, and he tosses them on the table. This particular bit of information I found interesting, maybe a little exciting, and worthwhile, in case it ever came up. You can have it. Uh, glance over it. My Arcana's a plus one. I'm not trained. But... I'll give him advantage. Uh, it's a 17 on the die, so 18. 18. This uh, is a particular bit of theory crafting from this Norath on the idea that simulacrums can hold pieces of a powerful being separated and 
allow them longevity if one body falls to return again later. Mm-hmm. But it also, you can s- split pers- like essence out, and it gives it a little bit of invulnerability. Like a, a sense of you're not actually killing the one. You're killing a piece of one that can come back. And l- there's scribbles on there being like, Flactory? No. Maybe? Mm. And just lots of scribble as well. So there, there's some testing and some weird fringe work on simulacrums. That This particular part, Max says, to me sounded pretty interesting. And it got me to thinking about Bonham in general, the multiple sightings. There might be more to him than meets the eye, and more of him than meets the eye. How often have you interacted with him? Twice. At least the version that went on his merry little journey to capture the little gnomies. I look at Fetter. He's been going to Smashdown a lot. Which, John, do I remember, like, because like, it's kind of emblazoned in my memory, that vision of him, like, turning over his shoulder when I stride in the tower uh-huh. and saw him. Which eye was Milky? His left or his right? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a long time ago. It was a long time ago, and I think I only specified Milky Eye, so it was probably left, maybe? Okay, so his left eye. When you spoke <clears throat> with him, which eye of his was Milky? The left one. He was bald. Mm-hmm. You know, good taste like me in that regard. But he wore all black, seemed slight of skin and build, but he had an air about him. Something I can't say I liked. And the second time was just a status report on some of our findings. And uh, he wasn't happy, and I will admit to you that I was a little, uh, a little worried, but there's something off about him. Hence why I've grabbed things like this. I've not fully done my job here for them. It's a game. A game of waiting and figuring and... Well, your waiting's about to be done because I am going to fix this. What else do you have? Like, I immediately went from (laughs) guilt and everything to being, like, super determined. Well, um, right now, I've given you most of what I have, but the... I do have some guesswork, and this might require some investigation. Uh, the big thing is if there's multiple... Bonhams, as, as silly that is to say. And you can see it in the document. There would be an aspect to each of them. And that's as far as I could understand all that junk. An aspect? How? Differences, you mean? Well, how do you know the name of this Bonham? Bon- like, what is his, like, moniker? Like, his. The Bane. Thing? The Bane? I feel like the. The name has something to do with it. And the other ones, if the, if there's other ones of him, they would have some aspect, either similarity in name with a different moniker suggesting their what their essence is. And by removing those essences, my my guess would be you would have a better chance of what you're trying to do. He looks at Fetter and he looks at Tass. He's like, Bonham hasn't just been going to smack to the smashdown. He's in it. Yes, that's that is now apparent. Right. So, Johnny, other guy, 
Something Bon something the Beast. Uh yeah. Bonhart the Beast. Bonhart the, the beast. beast, yeah. Interesting. I'm guessing he's not a frail old man though. No. Very odd to I guess keep, perhaps keep him hidden in safekeeping and very public. Well, we're best to hide something than in plain, plain sight. sight. Plain sight, yeah. yeah. We are able to do that as a, <laughs> a Strau, that is how a lot of stuff stays hidden. It's surprising what you can get away with right in front of people. As long as you wear your big hats and your sunblock, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I was quite literally... <laughs> Sorry, I just got to... I'm, I'm going to keep talking you shit about your boy i'm gonna keep talking shit about but your boy. i mean like that was my entire purpose was yeah. to hide them in plain sight yeah yeah taslin knows the deal and sometimes the chaos is enough the outward display is enough to make the deal so talking a lot about deals i love a deal um so hey. you're saying hey, hang on yeah fetter give me one second sure how long ago did this order come in about these gems for you to start finding out all you could about them? The research for the gems was after the, well, the, the gnomes. Right. But there was some, there was some scuttle around the, the city, too, of uh, a possible airship that when, uh, when never about, came to be. Charm, what about the new year, though? When about time, Ooh. months, weeks, specifics? That would be not too long after, actually. So it wouldn't have been when we were still in trust. Dates, first of the year? Well, let's see. Hold on. Uh, it's not the mount, not the first of the year, but after the tower, around there. Because that's when you found out about the gnomes. Right. So then after that... Right, because we were heading south and we passed over it. Right. Right. So that's what, I mean, like, the the blood skirrel thing mm-hmm. after that. Because you saw the vision... I saw the vision of at it. At the tower. And we yeah. passed over going mm-hmm. south. Yeah. That was before I had my magic little handy-dandy portable crystal ball. Sure. But the simulacrums earlier. Right. So the, 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 the skirrel stuff, that's why the, you... Since Nax is having a harder time piecing that one together, that one's not a long. They're not a long time in that search. A lot of it's weird theory. So he's having he's having a harder time with that. But the simulacrums was. What about this ship you just mentioned? Supposedly there was some ship out there that could fly, and Bonham was interested in that for a time. But he's not anymore. Or at no. least that's where his focus has shifted from, according to you just about the gems in general. Yeah. It's probably for the best I hear that ship met a fairly tragic end. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, something about the idea of flying ships just doesn't doesn't sit well with me. I say in a half-sunken ship. I was going to say, it's hard enough to keep a ship afloat, let alone loft. Yeah, but I mean, this is pretty much what I have. We're on the, you know, on on task for the Dominion, and we're doing all this stuff. And right now, the flo- the focus is blood magic, skirrel gems. But uh, I mean, you have no other orders as to 
what to research into them. It's just a general collection of data. General collection of data. It's one of those areas where if it sparks the curiosity, I'll dig into it, but there's not been enough. I don't know. I haven't seen anything with it in action. Uh, I don't get much word from my men that are down there because they're under supervision. Like, I have to get permission to talk to my men down there. It's... What exactly is their standing order down there? Get as much of the material as they can. Scrape out the under undercity with it. Of it. Are the gnomes down there? Yes. Where are they being held? Down there. Do At know. least those ones. Uh, I, I hear that a few were sent off to Glenstone. To where? Uh, Glenstone. Far on the, the west coast. What's there? General ore. Engineering. Stuff along the lines of uh, ballistics and things like that. Say it one more time, John. Glenstone? Yeah. Glintstone. Glintstone. Yeah. So, like, you, I'm sure you've seen some of my men with some fancier-looking weaponry. Uh, a lot of stuff like that is coming out of Glintstone, and it's emerging. Some neat technology, but... And that's what they're using the gems for? I think that's unrelated to I don't this. think so. Okay. As he looks at no, Taz, he the, looks at Fetter. I'm going to say not... I'm not going to say this out loud, but that's the firearms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we already saw that yeah. he had them. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Right, so to your grand deal, you show us how to get into the mall without uh, going in head first for the cost of a date? Yeah. There's a bit of history to work through, I think. It is a little bit more than a date. There's a lot. There's a lot to our past. Not just something that one small table conversation can really quite get to. He says as he looks at Taslin. Turns out that Nax and his drow played their own part in the subjugation of gnomes at Dagnarus, and that they did so in a bit of desperation following Taslin's betrayal and flee. But perhaps there's more to that than meets the eye. Who knows? Guess you'll have to come back and listen to me talk more about these. Demon Days! Welcome to another exciting episode of Demon Days. Oh my god! Brought to you by Sprite. <laughs> oh, shit. Brought to you by Arknight. <laughs> Quench your thirst. <laughs> yeah, because we're fucking thirsty. <laughs> Just like, oh, oh. Nope, not like that. Nope. <laughs> no, open the bottle. Open, open the bottle. Oh my god. <laughs> that was me making a 
tongue flicking motion. Yeah. <laughs> next, next one to the left. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? How do you do? Drew is making a lot making of Making a gecko face now. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, Shit. <laughs> Bloopers. <clears throat> Just down the wrong pipe. How are you? All right, John. I'm ready for the guilt knife to be pushed twist. even deeper. Twist. Twist the knife. Twist it deeper. Deeper twists. Because, mm. yes, let's remind Taslin how <laughs> things that were her fault affected <clears throat> more people. Oh, come on. Remember how you said that you were wondering who he replaced <clears throat> you with? It's just guilt. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Wow. Uh, wow. The funny thing is, like, dude, what you need to do, if you just talk to Fetter, Fetter will help you. Like, Fetter's like, you have nothing to do with any of that. Like, you moved. They couldn't they couldn't fill the void. That's not on you. That's on them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, get get on this get on this lawful evil love train. I am ready to make you just toss all that guilt right out the window. 